Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. All things being good, I'm in a field right now enjoying the last Empire LARP event of the season. Um, at the last event, uh, my wife Susan's character came to a, an untimely end, so she's had to make a new one. And the new character is all based around traditions of ice hunters and um, seal people and all that sort of thing. It's quite cool. Very inspirational. When I went to write this flash fiction, I wanted to write something that was kind of in that vein, but also very much Giant's Reach. So as a result, we've got a, a giant seal and an old woman that lives out on the ice and an ever-present worry from seal hunters. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. Hunting Party Artox stared out across the grey ocean towards the blobs on the horizon. Humans! he muttered. Is it hunting season again? The giant seal looked back over the icy layupon, to the tiny cabin with its smoking chimney and the small colony of seals that lounged nearby. With jerking, flopping movements, Artok shuffled over to the cabin and barked out a warning. The door opened, revealing a cosy interior, and framed in the doorway, the figure of old Tup. What is it, Artok? The seal made one of the signs Tup had taught him, the one for enemy, then pointed out towards the incoming boats. Tup vanished into her house, returning a moment later with the telescope she had rescued from her wrecked ship. So it is, she sighed. Move the colony, Artok. I'll get my gear on. She went back into the cabin and closed the door, and after a moment Artok heard the sound of leather armour being buckled. He turned to the seals that lay nearby, each one as large as Tup and heavier by far. To him, though, they were no bigger than cubs. Right, he shouted, though he knew they couldn't understand him. Into the water, come on. Like a shepherd, he corralled them together into one ragtag bunch. They barked their confusion, turning this way and that, but he circled them to keep them together. The blobs on the horizon slowly gained definition. A mast, sails, flags flying and by the time he could make out the first humans on the deck, he was ready to send the seals into the water. Tup emerged from her house. The woman was still upright, despite her great age, her white hair flowing down over leather armour weathered more by constant use than by anything else. She clutched a spear in one gnarled hand, tipped with saw-like polar bear teeth. All right, Artok, send them in. The giant seal nodded and began to slap the ground behind the colony, each seal flopped gracelessly into the water, transforming in an instant into sleek swimmers that scattered away. Artok waited until the last one was in, then slid into the cold embrace of the sea himself. For a blissful moment he scythed into the water, thrilling in the freedom that it gave him, but it was over far too quickly. The two human ships had already begun to put down longboats, and he surfaced just long enough to confirm their numbers. Each longboat was filled with steel-eyed hunters, perhaps ten in each, armed with a variety of weapons. Four of them had bows, arrows already knocked, and the rest held bladed weapons. The same as last year, Artok muttered, looking back to make sure Tup was ready. She was stood, legs akimbo and spear at her side, 
waiting for any that made landfall. The same as every year before that. The longboats set off towards the ice, towards the few seals that still darted and played near the icy shore. The men at the oars pulled hard, sending the boats quickly through the waves, and Artok waited only long enough for them to draw far enough away from the ships before attacking. He dived, swimming underneath one of the longboats, then turned and brought his flippers around to cradle the boat. With one jerking motion, he capsized it. The hunters crashed into the freezing water, most of them losing their grips on their weapons. Artok felt the first sting of arrows as the archers on the other boat loosed their shots, but he ignored the pinpricks. He lashed out instead at the floundering men and women around him, sending some of them towards Tup and scattering the rest amid foamy spume. The second longboat was no more challenged than the first, more humans tumbling into the water. These hunters were ready, though, and before he could jet away, one of them sank a dagger into his side. Hot pain blossomed, and he roared, slapping the human down into the depths. As Artok surfaced, he could see Tup out of the corner of his eye. She was marching up and down the shore, cracking the butt of her spear across the back of each human as they crawled from the ocean onto the ice. The wind knocked out of them. The hunters could only gasp and flop as she relieved them of their weapons. Like seals, Artok thought, and he barked in laughter. He turned his attention back to the man that had stabbed him. He was sinking, eyes wide, body jerking as he tried to make the surface against the pull of his sodden leathers. In one lurch, Artok grabbed at the man's foot and bit down, hard enough to make it bleed, then swam for the shore. One sweep of his flippers after another, he dragged the thrashing man just below the surface. Then Artok hauled himself onto the ice, pulling the man up behind him. Only then did he release the hunter. Howling in agony, in between briny coughs, the man cradled his mangled leg. A mucky business, Tup said, stabbing her spear into the snowy ice and leaning heavily on it. Is the colony safe? Artok nodded, and she turned to take in the hunting party. They were a sorry sight, shivering some barely able to move, a line of pinkish slush where the injured one was trying to crawl away. Near to the edge of the water, the small pile of weapons glistened in the sun, too far from any of the hunters to be of use. You don't come here, she said, raising her voice. You remember that. This could have ended very differently for you. She pointed at the upturned keels of their longboats. When you can, get back in your boats and go home. Hunting season is over. None of the hunters replied, most of them refusing to meet her eyes, and she turned. Come, Artok, let's see to that wound. The great seal followed the woman back to the cabin, pausing only to kick the pile of weapons into the sea. They sank without trace, and only bare ice remained. You've been listening to Flash Fiction, written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 